This is a Dragon Blazer production. Coming soon to a podcast near you. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now seeing the beginnings of another stage of human evolution. In every human being, there's not many people that will understand people like us. There exists the genetic code. You'll be safe here. What kind of place is this? You're not the only one with gifts. For mutation. The truth is, mutants are very real. And they are among us. You must know who they are, and above all, what they can do. A change is coming. Are you a God-fearing man, Senator? we fear. Magneto believes that a war is brewing between mutants and the rest of humanity. We'll be all that can save us. If no one is equipped to oppose them, humanity's days could be over. You're a mutant. The whole world out there is full of people that hate and fear you, and you're wasting your time trying to protect them. You sure you're on the right side? I have made the first move. That is all I know. He could wipe out everyone in New York City. Logan, help us. Fight with us. I'll take care of you. We are the future, not them. Hello and welcome to another episode of Coming Soon to a Podcast Near You. I, of course, am your host, Stevie Blaze. And as always, it's my co-host, Pick Random X-Men Mutant here. Snow, or Xavier. And well, and welcome to our, uh, our fourth, our fourth um, movie in the... Uh... Marvel. Okay, I, I call it the Marvel slot. I, I put down Marvel slot for um just m- movies that like are in like the Marvel franchise. Not really Marvel franchise. Just um like we this have is, like, three three watches. Yeah, this is the fourth yeah. movie in the Marvel slot and first X Men watch. This is this is a central Marvel multiverse. This is the Marvel Multiverse we're going to be watching. Um, in the Marvel Multiverse, we'll be watching the X-Men films, <laughs> Spider-Man films. Uh, we we've got, until April. <laughs> they've got some Punisher films, Fantastic Four. Um, there's a couple different... Uh, we're going to focus right now on the ones that might have an effect and already have had an effect. In the MCU with the the multiverse stuff, 
which right now it's mostly been Marvel and, um, or it's mostly been uh, Spider-Man and uh, X-Men have had some multiverse appearances in the Marvel MCU. Uh, Fantastic Four, I don't think they're really going to do much for these Fantastic Four movies or Daredevil. Because we have a Daredevil that is from the TV show and not Daredevil with Ben Affleck. But once we get done with the X-Men and the Spider-Man, we may do some Fantastic Four. We may do some other stuff. What, what's so funny? Uh, oh. I live in train town. We've got a special guest star. It's called the train. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. We're we're not the most quality people in the world, but we talk. We talk about things, and we love talking about things. Speaking of things, this is the movie that ended up with my name. Yes, yes. Xavier got his name because I am a nerd, and um, honestly. So, X-Men, I like the X-Men. I, I like the X-Men a lot. Uh, they're not like my favorite. My favorites are like Batman and Spider-Man. However, Peter Peter is one of the... Yeah, I didn't want to call you Peter. Um, <laughs> and Bruce... Um, I'm surprised I didn't consider Bruce. But I went with Xavier, because I think Xavier is a really cool name. You could have just uh, called me Parker. Maybe I I think people would accept Parker as a first name. I don't like Parker. I don't like or it. Peter Parker. Wait, no. Like, it, it, I, I, I this TikTok about like where he kind of rolls the tongue off the uh, top, like Tor Peter Parker, like, and and if you like groans it, like you can see make it if sound I like you're saying poor Peter Parker. See if I would have done Parker or Bruce or either of those, I would have had to uh. Talk to your mom into either Bruce Wayne, rape, uh, Bruce Wayne, uh, with Wayne as your middle name, or Peter Parker with Parker as your middle name. And I wasn't uh, number one. I don't think I would have won that battle. I did win the battle with Xavier. Um, did, did you use the excuse that it was because of the university that you tried to get my name in? Yes, when you, me and your uh, your me, your mom, and your uncle were trying to come up with names for you, um, your uncle's the actually actually the one that came up with Xavier, and then he looked at me and he's like, <laughs> "I had told you this before. You just don't listen." <laughs> I uh, the floor's expanding for humans on the internet. You probably don't care about, but okay. <laughs> Your, your uncle said, uh, what about Xavier? And I looked at him, I'm like, I love it. I like it a lot. And then your mom was like, okay, so where did you get the name Xavier? And I was quick, I was, I was quick on the draw. I was quick on the draw, and I looked at your mom, and I was like, there's a Xavier University. <laughs> And she looked at me and she's like, uh-huh, sure, sure. Where did you actually come up with it? And I'm like, <clears throat> Professor Charles Xavier, the leader of the X-Men. <laughs> Why'd you so, just call me Charles? Or better yet, Chucky. <laughs> yeah. 
know, that, that brings up a whole nother bit of my <laughs> fandom. Bit of my fandom. No, I like the name Xavier. We went with Xavier. Are you complaining? You don't like the name Xavier? I'm not complaining. Okay. I like your I went name. Through, I went through a 13-year-old phase once, but that's that, that is not over, that, not, to be honest. But I've, I've lightened. I don't know. I don't know my human being complex. Well, anyways, anyways, on with the review, which uh, starts with some trivia. Uh, before we move on to uh, the, 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 the trivia thing, we have a box. We mentioned the box in the last episode, and this box, well, contains a movie that we're going to be watching in December. We are going to give you a hint of what is in the box, though. Do you have a hint of what is in the box, or do you want me to? You do the hints. All right. My hint is that a huge part of it is in the North Pole. Which surprisingly <laughs> for a Christmas surprisingly a few amount of Christmas movies that actually have a center on the North Pole. So I feel like this is a viable hint. Okay. All right. Moving on to whatever it is we were doing. Which, um, well, for one thing, also we should probably bring up is that next week it's going to be. Um, the last random movie of the of the year, which we're gonna have to do some thoughts about that. Anyways, for trivia, I did not prepare any, so I'm looking at IMDb. You did not look at IMDb, did you? Yeah, sure. No, I didn't. Wink, wink. Why don't you look? Not really. Why don't Why don't you look that up? Uh. Why don't you look that up, and I will go with the synopsis. Okay. All right, so we watched Marvel's X-Men. Well, actually, not Marvel's X-Men. This was 20th Century Fox's X-Men. But we watched the X-Men. In this movie, it is essentially... One thing I loved about this movie, for one, is Magneto. You understand Magneto's thoughts in this movie. He's like one of the more... Now, he goes about it the wrong way, although he's not even trying to kill people, but he, he, you know... But essentially, this movie is... Magneto is trying to capture Rogue Rogue, because she has the ability to take on the... uh, To take the abilities from another mutant and he wants her to take his ability and use this giant machine that will turn all of New York into mutants because mutant kind hates or humankind hates mutant kind because of fear. Um, full disclo- Yes, go ahead. Sorry, cut you off. Uh, I need to stop doing that. But um, to uh, here's a good one. Um, in this movie, Hugh Jackman, the uh, the um actor for Logan, aka Wolverine, aka my uh, 
freaky seven-year-old mind says, Scratch Man. Um, <laughs> Hugh Jackman. Man, I remember that. Uh, yeah, that brings up some weird memories. Hugh Jackman is nearly... Is uh, about six foot two inches. Ugh, Imperial system. However, in the comics, how old is Wolverine really? How old or height? Uh, how, I mean, how tall? How tall is he usually? Five foot three. He's normally really short. That is correct. He is he is nearly a foot taller in this movie. Which... Yeah, one of the, one of people's complaints about Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Of is course, people are complaining. Oh my god. Ugh. People yeah, that's it's a it's a minor complaint because most people absolutely love Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. He's relatively loved, but you know the only slight complaint a lot of people have is the fact that uh, Wolverine's supposed to be pretty short. He's just you know good fighter and everything. Who cares? Um. Okay, continue with the synopsis. I also like I also like uh, Magneto. He's I I feel like he's he missing some depth, but he's he's still he's very intriguing. He has this Frieza levels of you can't really reconcile with him, but but um also like Vegeta levels of past, so you can just I know I'm um, to Vegeta to like Dragon Ball a lot, but he has um. Uh, like, I don't know. Um, he has a level of past with the character. He has, like, Sasuke levels of past where he's evil, but, like, he used to be a good person. Um. Maybe. I don't think it's as simple as he's evil. So, you said that he doesn't have a lot of depth. I disagree. Um, that's what the whole point of the beginning of the movie's about. Um, Magneto is a Holocaust survivor. Oh. Yeah, that's what the beginning of the movie was. That was in Poland, 1944, I think it was. Yeah, I his remember par- that. His parents being taken away by Nazis. Yeah, that uh, that was Magneto as a child. So he survived the Holocaust, and that is why he doesn't trust humanity. He's seen what they did to the Jews and his people. Um... When he was a child, that is why he does what he does, because he doesn't trust that humanity will do the right thing, because he's seen it happen before. And the thing is, is X-Men has always been an allegory for racism and hate. Um, Essentially, the the X-Men came out, I believe, in the 70s, uh, when there was a lot of distrust, uh, unrest um, with... uh, um, African Americans and uh, white people, and essentially uh, the X Men are a parallel. Repl- to that. Yeah, parallel to that. That the, the X Men instead of saying mutant, say black person, and that's where you. That's essentially where you get the story of the X Men. It's always been about racial justice, or you know, just you know people people being attacked because of what they are, um, even though they can't help what they are. You know? Black person can't control he's black, you know, obviously. Yet there's a lot of hate for it for some reason. Um, 
Um, I, I found I'm, another uh, interesting. I found another interesting fact, which I'm going to wait until after we've gotten the off the subject of racism, because I feel like it'd be very insensitive. So, um, continue. Enough. Sorry. Anyway, well, anyways, so so replace black person with mutant, and that is essentially where Stanley and them, uh, probably Steve Ditko. I can't remember who all made the X Men. Um, yeah, it's a good, movie. but it's, that's it where they. That's where a lot of the where where essentially that's where the parallels are, you know. Replace mutant with black person, and people hate or fear what they don't understand, and th that's kind of where we get the story of X Men. That's where he drew inspiration from. Um, one of the reasons why X Men is so good it's so it's so based in reality, while the fact that you're dealing with characters who you know, have mutant abilities. Yeah, um, correct me, also, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, um, I remember my brother, Nathan, tried to get you into, uh, into My Hero Academia, but you didn't want to because you thought it was, uh, it felt like a copy to X-Men. I don't remember this. You don't remember saying that? I don't, I, I wasn't there, so I can't really confirm, but that's what he... That's what he told me, you said. And now we are avid weebs of My Hero Academia. Also Dragon Ball. In fairness, there's a lot of... Kind of. There, well, you don't like uh, One Piece, but I, I like One Piece. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't know. My Hero Academia, it's not quite that close. It's It doesn't seem like there's a lot of normal people. They They focus more on normal people wanting to have quirks instead of where in X-Men it's a lot heavier where normal a lot of normal people or non-mutants are afraid of mutants um that's kind of that's kind of how like the um quirk thing started with like we're currently going through the uh paranormal liberation arc where um where we it's kind of I don't know if you remember I, this there's from, some similarities from like season four. I don't think you remember this from season five, but apparently early on, like quirk history, uh, a bunch of people were like, um, like before it was named quirk, they were apparently called, I don't know, uh, meta abilities. People are like, um, metas are not humans, and like, and uh, that's kind of like how All for One was like was able to rack up an army. He he uh, took someone who was a quirk user and got like and got hated by everybody took us took his quirk he gave a person who got beaten to death the quirk so that like he could rack up an army and stuff like that um but yeah there there are some similarities it's not the same it's not like a complete copy out although um although the the author of the story definitely has taken some inspiration from american comics and it's definitely evident. If if you watched our uh, episode our episode two podcast on Star Wars, uh, you'd remember me talking about um, what's it called? Uh, that the one planet with uh, Camino. Um, mm -hmm. I, I mentioned I mentioned that uh, I thought Camino was a real place. No, it's a it's a place in My Hero Academia that was based on Star Wars. I did not think about that. <laughs> Most most of the places in uh, 
My Hero Academia take names from Star Wars. There's a lot of different Star Wars names. They're like huge fans, apparently. Um, Anyway, so so with uh, the synopsis... Sorry, I I should probably say this now that we're out of the out of the uh, out of the realm of the Holocaust. Uh, What happened to Hugh Jackman when he what got caught in Hugh Jackman's harness when after a six foot jump off the set's Statue of Liberty? His balls. Yes, his testicles. Um. So yeah, the. I'll, I'll, I should probably mention this now because I thought it'd be a good idea to just get the trivia stuff while during doing the podcast, but I now see how much of a mistake that is, and I should probably have prepared that beforehand. Now on with the rest of the synopsis, at the risk of being absolutely dumbfounded by my stupidity. All right. That's so great. But yeah, you might want to look elsewhere than IMDb. I'm, I have a habit of checking IMDb after almost every TV show or movie I watch, especially if I'm interested in it. Um, anyways, so yeah, uh, um, so Magneto has his Brotherhood of Mutants kidnap Rogue to sacrifice her to use the machine. And, of course, the X-Men go in and stop Magneto. Um, that's pretty much the main plot. What did you think of the X-Men? I thought it was a pretty great movie. We, um, it definitely... I feel like there, there would have been some stuff that um, should have been expanded on. Although there are sequels, so maybe they'll expand there. There's a lot of sequels. Oh yeah, there's there's a lot of sequels, and I'm pretty glad about that. This is this was a really good movie. Uh, as as for what we mentioned earlier, we should go over the characters individually. First off, of course, starting with the protagonist. Is this is this fine? Is this a, is yeah. This a good go ahead. Setup? All right. Starting with the protagonist, which. It's not Rogue. Rogue's not the protagonist. It's it's Logan. Logan is the protagonist of this movie. I think, I think he fits okay. the protagonist role in every sense of the word. Yeah, I love I, I love I love Wolverine. Yeah, he seems to be the main focus. That that's the one cool thing about the X Men is even though you know Wolverine's like a fan favorite, the X Men is a group. It's not meant to be focused. Although the way they do this is. Um, they show Rogue and mostly Wolverine's perspective into joining this group of X-Men. So the X-Men are kind of like outsiders instead of, I believe the the sequels, they do a lot better job. Not saying that it was bad. This It worked for this movie. Um, it's If I remember right, it's more of a co-movie in the sequels um, instead of mostly focusing on Logan. I'm pretty interested interested to see how that how that goes. Although, <laughs> well, it's going to be a while because of how this these movies are set up with the podcast thing. But yeah, anyways, well, X Men X Two is probably one of my favorites. It's it's amazing, if I remember I mean, right. It's really good. I don't really remember, but 
I, I own first class, so once we get to first class and forever from now, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll have that ready instead of having to go to Disney+. Plus. But anyways, uh, what do we think about Wolverine? Specifically? Oh, I, Wolverine's a fan favorite. He's one of my favorites. I love Wolverine. He's got such a simple. It's it's strange because he's got such a simple power. He just heals. That's his. That's his power. The claws are because of because of him being able to heal. I that's that's kind of always confused me. Like he he has the power to heal, but like, uh, do the adamantine claws occur because he can heal, or did he put them in there and they? No. So. Well, it, they do explain that he had bone claws before. Um, essentially, he just had bones that came out of his... And I think he had two instead of three. But essentially, because of his healing factor, and as you saw in this movie, he doesn't remember it, um, he, uh, somebody experimented on him. Somebody took him and put all the adamantium into him. Um, however, if it was literally anyone else, they wouldn't be able to survive the procedure. Um, he survives it because he has that healing factor. Essentially, they kill him over and over again to put all this uh, adamantium in him. So all of that, because his whole body, his skeleton has been replaced with adamantium. That's why, uh, why Magneto's able to why Magneto is the worst villain for uh, Wolverine to deal with because uh, he messes with metal. That's Magneto's power is just controlling metal. Right. As as for the antagonist, I think we've uh, talked a lot, talked plenty about him in the synopsis. But um, he's a pretty yeah he's a pretty good um, he's a pretty good antagonist. You did prove me wrong. I forgot. I do remember the uh, pull-in scene, the Holocaust scene. You uh, just didn't recognize that that's why they showed it. I just, I did not recognize who that scene was was about. I thought that was just, like, some, somebody, like, in the past, like, getting, getting a uh, gift and then getting discriminated against and a bunch of things happened. I didn't well, there... recognize what was going on. Well, there's a couple hints to that being Magneto. First hint is that he's able to uh, control the um, steel barriers with his ability. So that's showing you that's what, I mean, you know that's his power. So you see that. And then there is a scene where they show his arm where he was, because uh, they do show that, you know, in Nazi Germany, Jews had like, they the Nazis put, um, numbers on them. They were categorized by number. And you see a faded number on Magneto's arm later in the movie, um, showing that, yes, he was the same kid. So, yeah, there's just little hints that that show that he is. It also helps that I've read a lot, uh, X-Men comics and I know the, uh, of his backstory of being a Holocaust survivor. And that's kind of. Read... I've been trying to read some of the Spider-Man comics. I know a website that can do that, but 
I don't know if it's an official website and if I can legally do that. <laughs> I really should look into that. Cut that, right. cut that, cut that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is talking about illegal stuff on a podcast that's got me talking about it. Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're talking about Magneto. On to the um, somewhat more main characters, but more or less side characters. Uh, first off, um, Rogue, otherwise known as Marie. Her name is yes. Marie, which we don't know her last name, but her name's Marie. Now, I'm ready to be proven wrong about her in, like, any sequels, but in this movie, I don't think she was the perfect representation of one, but do you know the definition of a princess prop? Princess prop. Yes. Uh... Go ahead and tell me, because I'm not entirely sure, and I'm sure the listeners would like to know, too. Okay. Um, so, the first... So, I know this is probably just going to become a meme at this point, but this is something that I've heard first from, like, a reviewer of One Piece, because if you've watched One Piece, you'd probably know what a princess prop is. If you do watch One Piece and don't know what a princess prop is, it wouldn't... When I describe it anyway, um, a princess prop is a character who doesn't really do much, but like she's the center of the focus. Like she's the center of the focus, but she herself. Like you could say you have a wrench. You have a wrench, and you accidentally like drop it, and some bad guy gets that wrench. But you need that wrench to <coughs> screw in something or something, or like to wrench something off of another thing. So you need to get that wrench. But that wrench is the center of this conflict. But the wrench doesn't actually do anything. Like a uh, rogue, I feel like I guess just I guess she is kind of like a teenager, and she's probably just helpless in this whole situation. But she has a lot of opportunities to actually do something. She could she could kill Magneto. She could um she could like take the powers away she could take the powers away from other people. Like like she like so she, it, she has a very dangerous and powerful ability and and um and she's and she, she just kind of becomes a princess prop. So in the comics, um number one her name is Anna Marie. Marie's actually her, her last name, I guess. Um, but in the comics, yeah, she she does use that power. If she, like, I think kills someone, she completely takes their powers and keeps them. Um, she doesn't know that. They, they, I mean, they, clearly they make it where this, this is when her mutant ability first starts to become a thing. And I can't remember if they ever really go too far with it in the later movies because probably because they don't want they they probably don't want her murdering people to get powers. But in the comics, um, yeah, she she's able to fly because she uh, she essentially takes the power of somebody who can fly and like she, she, kinda. <laughs> Not, not, but, not really. Like, All for One doesn't kill people to take their powers, but like he still takes people's powers. Again, I'm ready to be, I'm ready to be proven wrong in the sequels. Well, she's. I, one thing I like that the mo, uh, one thing I like that the movie did is they had 
Rogan Marie or <laughs> Rogan Wolverine together. So through the, most of the movie, they they had the focus where Magneto was trying to get Wolverine, not Rogue. And uh, so uh, I liked how they did that, you know, bait and switch essentially. Uh, you know, and then you finally find out when Wolverine's like, what do you want with me? As he's being literally torn apart from the inside. And uh, Magneto's like, my boy, whatever makes you think I wanted you. <laughs> and then he realizes that, oh, no, he wants Rogue. Um, and, yeah, she, the thing is, is she was learning to use her powers um, she was being trained as a mutant and she wasn't, she's not fully trained yet. And, uh, she doesn't really get a lot of chances to use them. I mean, she has to get close to someone and she's not even combat willing. And you have an, a, a, a character with, um, Magneto who can use his ability to manipulate objects. So, he doesn't have to get close to you. <laughs> right. But even then, there's still an opportunity for, to have her... Even if she doesn't ha she doesn't kill him, she can still, like, absorb her life... Absorb his life force to, like, How? take him out. She would have to get close to him. Yeah, that... That's when you use your head. Like, you can use your head, you can, um... Like, she's a scared have, girl. <laughs> She's not trained. Okay. okay, whether or not she's not trained or not, the everyone else is trained. She can and they can help her to do that. Like this is, I'm telling you, there's plenty of opportunities to, have, I'm to make her. If you watch the flow of the movie, she runs away. So they're searching for her when Magneto gets her. She runs away, and she's on the train. And Logan's the one that finds her. Logan was trying to protect her. There wasn't much she could do. She was expecting Logan to to protect her. Magneto was able to take out Logan easily because, unfortunately for Logan, that's Magneto's power is like his kryptonite. And then Magneto uses his abilities not to, to not to let her get close. Element of surprise. Nobody knew what Magneto wanted. It it all made sense. I I realize you think that he, she should have done more, but there wasn't much she could have done, and she's not trained to do stuff. And they didn't. They were dealing with other mutants at the time that Magneto grabbed Rogue because they get they get attacked at the uh, was it a bank or something? At the same time, Rogue was being kidnapped. So really, there wasn't a lot she could do. But let's go to the next. Uh, and we need to Charles we need to move, we need to move this along. Um, right. Charles Xavier, obviously, I like Charles Xavier. He's the most powerful mind mutant in the. Uh, actually, we should be asking you these things. Like, I'm I'm a huge X Men fan. Uh, this is more new for you. We're, I mean, that's that's what we're both doing. We're both talking about the dude, uh, the dude, and the dudes and the other. Dudes. So what? What did you think of your namesake? Um, well, for I always thought it was funny because I I knew Charles was bald, and 
for most of my li- for a good portion of my life, I had long hair. Now I don't. It's it's grown back a little bit and it's a little messy. But it, I I thought that was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> and ironic in a way. I'm also I also don't read minds, so there's a bit of a parallel. You also aren't in a wheelchair. You're also not in a but wheelchair. But I am we just in a like the name. Anyways, uh, so then we have Jean Grey. Oh yeah, the, the girl who can also the girl who has the same powers as him, just a little less, a little less, uh, powers, a little untrained. little little less mind powers, but she has telekinesis. Oh. Uh, she can move things with her mind. Hmm. Like that's her. Hot, stronger skill is that um, the mind reading is that that's a her mind reading is a slightly weaker skill. Uh, where Charles Charles Xavier is much stronger with mind abilities to read minds and you know have people do with their his mind, but he doesn't have telekinesis. He can't move things with his mind. And there's uh, what's his name, uh, Mister. I get. I don't remember uh, what Logan called him, but he's, well, he's like Mister Douchebag, I guess. Which he's not. He just doesn't want people flirting with his girlfriends. Scott like Scott Summers, girlfriend. Scott Summers, Cyclops, and I love how they, how Cyclops figures out how they know that it's uh, Logan and not Mystique. Is yeah. he's like, he's like, all right, how how, how do we know it's you? You're Dick. Okay. <laughs> I think he has one of the coolest. Pa- I think he has one of the coolest powers I've seen. Though, like he has laser vision. Laser vision is awesome, man. Uh, see, that's one of the pro- things with mutants is a lot of mutant powers are also a hindrance because right. he can ne- he can never look with his real eyes. He has to wear those uh, red glasses to block his laser beams from. Um, Killing or just auto, his laser beams always shoot out. Always, if he's looking, the laser beams are shooting. So he has to have those glasses to block it, and he wears his goggles that he to harness it. Um, which is what the X Men do: is they they take your mutant weakness and turn it into an ability. Right. Okay. And can I just say, those are the strongest eyelids I've ever seen. Well, yeah. Yeah, uh, some powerful eyelids to block all that. Uh, the last part of the X-Men is Aurora Monroe, otherwise, otherwise known Storm. as Storm. Played, played by Halle, Halle Berry. I always like Storm. For some reason, I love her. Like, she's, I don't always find her the most interesting character, and she had a really dumb line in this movie, um, famously dumb line. But I love her powers. Just being able to control the weather is her power, and it's cool. Oh, yeah, that, that is, <laughs> Makes that you is super amazing. powerful. Yeah. And and then there's the and then there's the three the three minions, I guess the shapeshifter, Mystique, the um, the froggy guy who ju- who can spit. Toad. It's just his name's Toad. Not Toad. 
Hello, my name is Toad, and I like spaghetti. I, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like I should have had an accident with it. And then there's the Beast guy. I don't remember his name. Saber... Sabertooth? I think it's Sabertooth. Uh, well, the, the, they're all cool. But, um... Then there's the true guy who just doesn't... Like, there's the good guys, there's the bad guys, and the guy who doesn't belong. And it's... It's this, the guy, the political guy who doesn't like mutants. Then he became a mutant. Uh, Senator Kelly. Senator Kelly. Yeah. So, yeah. He's the guy who doesn't belong. He also showed up naked at a beach, so there's that, too. <laughs> well, he was escaping. Um, yep. So, yeah, that's the Brotherhood of Mutants. Uh, as for the bad, or the evil mutants... Mystique is a very interesting character. Oh, yeah. I like her. Um, obviously, she's very athletic and has the ability to shapeshift. And apparently, she was able to use Wolverine's claws, although they're not nearly yeah, as strong, I noticed that. while she was using Wolverine. But I don't think she can use other mutants' powers. I think it, it, with Wolverine, it's because it's part of his DNA, or, you know, it's part of what he is when she turns into him. She's so she's able to kind of use him. But, but if, but if she mimics storm, I don't think she could use storms abilities. Right. My sister, uh, walked, walked in. Like she got like, while I was watching X-Men at one point, she, and she's like, uh, and she like looked at Mystique and like, Oh, she has boobs. And I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, she has boobs. (laughs) Okay, cool. Some girls tend to have boobs. That's a that is a common trait. Yeah, yeah, not all, yeah. Of, them, not all of them do, but some some of them. So, who is your favorite? Uh, probably, probably Wolverine. I yes. would say either Wolverine or Magneto. I think well, uh, Magneto for me because I it just. I, I, I love a good villain that is, you know, in a way right sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. he, he's not entirely wrong that people are going to fear, fear him. And because of that fear and hate, the ex, uh, you know, mutant kind is in danger. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's the thing about Xavier and Magneto is they're different ideologies. They're both wanting the same goal but for the different ways of achieving it. They want safety for mutant kind where Charles Xavier wants to work with humanity to get safety if safety for mutant kind. Magneto wants to pretty much on this movie. Kinda. Yeah. All right. So what is your rating for X-Men? Give it a decent seven and a half. Um, seven and a a half claws. Claws. Shing, 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 shing. Oh, sorry. Um, (laughs) yeah, I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go eight. I think X Men, the first X Men, is pretty good. I do remember loving the second X-Men and probably think it's better, but I, I, I'm going to go with 
eight. I like the X Men. Uh, what do you think the Rotten Tomatoes scores are for it? Uh, ninety for audience and so, okay, seventy nine for critics, ninety for audience. I'll do that. I'm gonna go with eighty eight for critics and eighty two for audience. I feel like this was pretty well received. It is 82 for critics, 83 for audience. Okay, so you were close on both accounts. I was one off on the audience. You got, you put 88, wait, no, you put 82 for audience, never mind. I did. Okay, so yeah, (laughs) although I, I found it a little bit of a cheap move to put your put your score so close to mine. That was just that was just rude. But I guess um, this is a strategy, I guess, if you want to win. No, it's it's not about winning, it's what I thought. <laughs> just happen Just happen to be your me, scores. Let me course. be petty, father. Oh, let okay. Let me be petty. All, All right, right. What's next? Cinemantra. Cinemantra. Um All right. Do you have yours ready? I do. Because I get the feeling that ours is going to be a little similar. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna streamline this. Out of all the all the mutants that you saw in this movie, which one would you want their mutant powers? Which mutant power would I want? Only the no. I don't. I'm not asking what power you want. Like out of all of them. Out of the mutants in this movie, which one would you want? Uh, probably Storm's ability. It's, it's Storm? raining while I'm. It's it's raining while I'm on the bike trail. Not about my watch. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you know if that would be a good ability to have without. Um. Even if you're not a superhero, I guess. It's like, it's like, uh, or or I can do something like with that one Garfield comic strip. It's like, the skies are relatively clear in this town, except for this, except for the one town in the suburbs, except for that one house in the suburbs, and it's just raining on this one house. That's <laughs> funny. Um, That's my, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to answer the question myself. Uh, I'm I'm debating on Jean Grey's abilities or uh, Wolverine's. Telekinesis is pretty cool. Telekinesis would be cool, and you can also read minds. Or Wolverine, he's in a lot of pain all the time, but he also pretty much barely can die. The healing would be a useful power. Um, I'm going to go with Jean Grey, though. Being able to move things with my mind would be really cool. I considered Magneto, but Magneto practically has the same power, except for his only works with metal. Well, he probably has a better range and strength as well, though. Yeah, maybe. Also, like, I, I would... Telekinesis would be pretty cool for grabbing remotes, like... 
like it's like having the force. <laughs> right. You really don't really sense things. Maybe I don't know. You could probably sense minds from a distance. I don't know. Yeah. Um, as for as wait, what what do you give me for my uh for my storm ability? Um, I mean, I'm gonna go nine, I guess, but. I don't really feel like that was a gradable thing because we were just having you pick what you uh, would pick. So, but yeah, like nine. It, I, I like Storm too. I feel like if you give a question like that, you'd grade not only the answer but like the what what they do with that answer. Like I said, Storm's ability, but I also told you what I do with Storm's ability. Are you trying to justify me giving you a nine? I just gave you a nine. I. I'm Go with your cinematra. I'm saying this for future reference. Um, mm -hmm. As for my cinematra, um, people have very common powers like laser vision or flight or being able to read minds or immortality even. What power would you have that isn't a common ability? Like, what, what would your exotic superpower be? Um, that's kind of tough. So, yeah, I went with inside the universe. You decided to span the universe. Yeah. Um... You can just, like, hit the R key as many times as you want until he finally gets an answer. Tick, 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 tick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with flame, flame manipulation. Flame manipulation? Yeah. Then I can be cool, and if someone's smoking, I can be like, I can light this cigarette from afar because I'm cool. <laughs> well, I don't know. I know it was you. Yeah, I'll make sure it's known by having fire in front of me, you know? <laughs> right. So it'd be like pyro... Okay, wouldn't it be pyrokinesis? Pyro pyro pyrokinesis, essentially, is what I'm saying. I guess technically, if you could say flame manipulation, or you could say heat manipulation, because in that case, you could still, like, create fire if you create enough heat. And, like, there's heat everywhere. Like, even at, like, negative 200 degrees Fahrenheit, it's, there's still heat because it's above below zero. I'm it's thinking... Absolute zero. I'm thinking pyrokinesis, essentially, where I can create fire out of my hands and stuff. All right, so let us... Um, are we ready to find out what our next movie is or genre is? Yeah. Yeah, last All random right. movie of the year, everybody. Oh, boy. All right. Hey, Siri. Oh, crap. One second. I should probably remember how many numbers we have. Oh, yeah. We've kind of... We've kind of I haven't done this in a few. while. We kind of added hey. a few, didn't we? Hey, Siri. Pick a number from 1 to 47. A random number between 1 and 47 is 3. 3. Action. Action. All right. Action, action movie. This might be a good opportunity to actually get, like, Fantastic Four or uh, Deadpool in there. 
Um, like without like stuffing them in the MCU watch of, uh, uh, all the stuff like this Marvel sandwich. Oh, I forgot about Deadpool. We definitely are going to put Deadpool in the Mar- uh, cinematic because Deadpool will have an effect on the MCU. I think. Yeah. So still. So we're gonna do. So our next three multiverse movies is going to be X Men. Then we're going to do it first Spider Man, then Deadpool. And then X2, Spider-Man 2, Deadpool 2, and then we're done with Deadpool. There's only two movies he has. You know we're only going to have, like, two of these per year, right? So? Okay, fine. Good point. All right. (laughs) So, next. So, we're... Because we're up recording this on Friday, we're probably going to be watching this movie this weekend so we gotta figure it out and we're gonna record it and we're gonna have fun doing it because I love podcasting kind of kind of wow that's real reassuring uh anyways so uh is there anything else you want to say about X-Men um well for one thing it's not just X-Men there's women in this movie as well do not let the title deceive you X-People X people, yes. This movie is called X people. <laughs> Welcome to the X people podcast. This is their fourth movie in our Marvel slot movies. <laughs> anyway, okay. All right, okay. Uh, plug in pluggables. I am cryo keen artist. Uh, I just finished scripting my first chapter of my manga, which um, cool. Which uh, it's pretty cool. I I've not done. With the whole, like, what's what's it called? I haven't done with, I'm not done with the pencil process yet. And once I'm done with the pencil process, I'm probably going to digitally art it. And then, then I'm going to upload it somewhere. I don't know where yet. But um, my art is starting to take off. My art is start. Bleh. But yeah, I've got Cryokin Artist on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. Which I don't do much with TikTok. I'm... I might eventually. I don't know, though. TikTok is a bit of a weird one. Okay, so what about you, Father? Well, you can find me on Dragon Blazer Productions on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. You can also find me on Dragon Blazer Pro on the Twitters. And uh, that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah. Tell, tell us also about your... Your plans for a gaming channel? I mean, I'm wor- I'm working on it, but there are some limitations that are stopping me from getting it started fully. But I'll have little mini clips on there. Um, right. I also I'm also wanting to make this uh, its own channel on YouTube too, coming soon to a podcast near you. But um, once again, there's some limitations for me to continue doing that, so uh, I haven't gotten very far. I was going to wait to uh, mention that for when we, you know, when I actually have it up. But, all right. Well, then I think we have said everything we need to say. Uh, Auf Wiedersehen. Peace. Previously on X-Men.